with memories of days gone by. <laughs> anyway. Why was that so good? Well, here's the tea. Here's the thing. Welcome back. Practicing? Welcome well, back. Okay. Well, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome. Okay. So here's what happened because this got brought to my radio show last night. Because so last year, like a year ago, me and Ollie were doing linguistics homework and we were getting really delirious in the GSU. So I was like, let's put on Billie Holiday. And I put that song on and so I was like, let me just do a Billie Holiday impression for fun. I just uh-huh. fucked around. But it was good. And Olive was like, why did you like eat that? So now it's a little gig that I have. But because I played her on the on the radio mm-hmm. yesterday, they made me do my impression. Mm. And no one in there heard it but Olive. And they were all like, what the fuck? No, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And you, it's just beautiful as well. Like, it's not even like, not that it's just like a good impression of like how she does it. It's just like, it also just sounds like, like a good singing. Why, thank you. Like the yeah, but that's my. It's beautiful, better than my Scottish brogue. Oh yeah, oh oh <laughs> oh oh that's not <laughs> oh that's not <laughs> oh, oh that's, that's really certainly not, not. not certainly. I, I'm not good at this. Certainly, one. I've never been good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I, I've me never either. claimed. You're better than me. <laughs> no, I've never claimed to be a uh, uh, a Scot. A Scot. A Scot? A Scottish. A Scot. Scottish. 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 <laughs> anyway, welcome back. I'm Lena. Hey, I'm we Naja. We never say our names. Oh, yeah, true. I feel it's like we haven't done one with just the two of us in a while. Yeah. Well, it we probably like have. Well, it's because Sarah's always here. Yeah. So it, it, it always feels... Aww. Well, Sarah's not here now. She? We've yeah. disposed of her, finally. <laughs> oh. Uh, not disposed. <laughs> That sounds horrible. Anyway, what was I looking at the other day that was like, would you kill... Oh. Oh, it was... I was taking a, which Heather's character are you? And one of the questions on one of the quizzes was like, how would you feel about killing someone? Interesting. Which... Have you seen Heather's? No. (gasps) Not even the movie? No. Wow. I don't know what's in my pocket. We'll have to cover it on the pod. Oh, shit. Actually, yes, I do. Okay. Then what's in your pocket? Do It Again by Jane Russell. Because, yes, it's related to what we're talking about today, but also I did listen to it a lot this um, past weekend. Pardon me. Um, on my flights. Oh, your flights to and where, Jet Setter? <laughs> my flights to and from Chicago, Illinois. Chicago, Illinois. Chicago. Chicago. So in your pocket is Do It Again by Jane Russell because you were listening to it on the plane. Please do it again. So To Chicago. It tickles my ears. Chicago. Well, I um, claim responsibility for that one. Yes. Yeah. And and as you should. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it again and Uh again. And that reminds me of a film that I tried to get you to watch twice. Which one? Um, Yeah, that reminds me of Victor Victoria... Um, kind of in a six degrees kind of way because mm. Julie Andrews in Victor is in Victor Victoria, and uh-huh. Julie Andrews is also in the movie version of Thor- Thoroughly Modern Millie, another musical. But I don't think the the movies no the movie's not a musical, but in that musical there's an instrumental version of Babyface slash Do It Again that I always listen to. Uh-huh. So I think Do It Again is like. A classic, like Wait, 1920s song. I'll send you it. Yeah, what the yeah. heck? But it's from like a completely different thing. But I love it. Please do it again. Is do it again one of those songs that has again. multiple versions? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh. It's like a, I think it's like a classic, like 1920s song. To mm. my understanding. I love the way she sings it though. Same. She has such a like, I don't know, it's kind of like deep. Not deep, but like bassy. I don't know how to describe mm. it. Do it's because she has she's just she's a sultry yeah sultry I was gonna yeah. say sultry yeah that's what she has is. that sultry but sweet me, voice yeah no it's so good I love that song um, I listen to it a lot in my pocket this week thanks for asking is <laughs> many I didn't things. even like finish my sentence okay like, in my pocket this week finish your sentence no no I did finish my sentence oh so I'm saying like I was in the middle of finishing my sentence and you're like not that you asked but in my pocket <laughs> what's in your pocket Nina. <laughs> we're like an old married couple at this no, point no we are yes yeah, sure. um in my pocket 
is something that um we've watched before and uh, there's there's multiple things in my pocket this week today a lot of things today in my pocket like there's like there's multiple things living in there like i want to give a shout out to bnh photo and i want to give a shout out to the singer anna german um but in my pocket truly deeply in my pocket this week is the film professor marston and the wonder (laughs) woman which we've covered on this podcast before because of the context in which you watched it <laughs> That's the only reason I'm gonna let this. But talk. listen, guys. The only reason. Here's a here's a throwback to one of our episodes that we want. We've recorded that episode in the May of 2020 in the summer, in the summer of 2023. Especially so like our one year anniversary year, is like, coming up. Yeah, <laughs> April 1st is our one year anniversary of this podcast. Yeah. Oh my god, you're gonna be here, right? Or April 4th or something. Uh oh. Um, I will be here. Okay, I will be here. Okay. When do you leave? The fifth. Ah, okay. Overnight. Okay. Yeah. But um Professor Watson and the Wonder Woman, I mean, on rewatch, it's just like listen, I get why other people, aka you, might not, you know, appreciate it to its full depth. Such <laughs> as I, such as people like I do. But I was rewatching it um a couple of days ago with Mia over zoom as you do because i was like yeah you haven't seen professor marston the wonder well, woman no, no one's seen professor marston this is part of my lore like you have True, to see it, it. and you know even if you don't like even if people don't like it like i don't get offended if people don't like it you know what i mean <laughs> not anymore <laughs> <laughs> but to me it's so special um it's so like out there it's so like ao3 fanfic but you've just got to embrace it for what it is, um, which is a sweet film about a polyamorous um, I just people relationship and I their BDSM tendencies. I don't think it was bad. Like I said, I don't think it was like every aspect of this movie sucks. Like I just. No, and that's OK. That's OK. Listen, that's why it's a film for me and the people who get it. And the people who get it, get it. And the people who don't, don't. I don't and that's, get it. And I'm okay fine. with that. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Valid. Mia. Oh, yeah. What were her thoughts? I Mia, actually w- would like to know. Okay. So I Mia started, her. I think, a little, like, apprehensive, as as you do. I mean, I might be re- re- misrepresenting her opinions. But yeah. it seems that, you know, she started a bit like, hmm, like, what's going on yeah, here? Right. Mia as well. Right. But we ended the movie, she's like, okay, like, it is just, you know, I'm, like, seeing everything through, like, I'm making everything sexual, but it's kind of, like, meant to be that. It's meant to be kind of about the eroticism of these different, Mm -hmm. you know, things, Mm -hmm. these different social dynamics. And yes, it is. And then she was, like, she texted me, like, the day after, and she was, like... Like, Lena, I had to, like, up the review. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> up the rating, I had to, I've been thinking about it all day. I was like, exactly. Just sticks in your mind, you know? Yeah. It's staying power is, is to be commended. Yeah, I don't know how much it stayed in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and that's real, and that's real. Like, listen, it's not for everyone. <laughs> Lord, we really we need yeah we've watched a lot of movies for this we've thing. watched a lot we should do like a think re- about how many movies that is we should do like a year in review ranking yeah it's not like we do it once a month no like, there have been some times where we are, yeah you know the summer we had some hiatus weeks because there's too much going on but like generally it's i mean we've this is we've passed our 30th is this a 30 like we've passed our something if episode episode um yeah, mm-hmm. I think we're about like, yeah, this is our 31st episode. Wow. 30, 31 movies. Well, wow. pl- plus a couple because we did doubles some weeks. True. Well, we should do like a ranking we have to do of our all of them. One. Next In week, which Oscars. I haven't even seen all the best picture movies, which is an issue. That is an and issue. AMC is showing all of them now. Okay. But who ha- I don't have the money to go see all of them. Okay, well. I need to see Killers of the Flower Moon personally, I need to see of the Flower Moon. and if we don't see it at AMC, well, listen, like, we will watch it in our little theater at home. 
True. AKA our projector. I just feel like if any of the other, if any movies from that best picture list that I have not seen that I probably need to see in theaters, it's that one. Yeah. Like Past Lives. That's okay. I I bet it's good looking. Is, wait, is Past Lives Best Picture nominated? Yeah, it I is. So. Okay, sure. th- okay, then it's th- that one and Killers that I haven't seen. Past yeah. Lives. I haven't seen American Fiction. Honestly, I can't be bothered. American Fiction, they they're showing at the Coolidge. Oh really? Yeah. Or they have. I saw it like last weekend. <sighs> yeah, I I haven't seen American the Fiction. There, I haven't seen three. I think or four. Problematic. Well, I mean. Listen, whether you watch them or not, next week we've got to discuss. Yeah, because it's really like the Oscars are are impending. What is it? It's oh, and I haven't seen the holdovers. Yeah, <gasps> nausea. I've seen everything else. Yeah, I don't know why I don't have care for the holdovers. I don't know why. I I believe it's great. I just a Boston baddie, isn't it? I know. I know. I know. Yeah, I have to watch it. No, I have to watch Holdovers. And Davine Joy Randolph is going to win Best She's going to win. Yeah, is it is it on streaming yet? No. Um, right? I think it's on VOD. I mean, I watched it from a little website, um, which means that... That's going to be what I'm going to... Yeah. On VOD. I think I, I actually have it... Um, my um, it's my grandpa actually pirated it for me. How um, did he figure that out? So all how did he figure that out? What do you mean? How did he figure how did that he out? How did he pirate that? Like how he pirates all of his movies. He taught me how to pirate movies. <laughs> You're gonna teach me how to pirate movies. I I'll send you a, it's on a Peacock. tutorial. Yeah. Though, but yes. I it's on my hard drive. Yes, yeah, so. so <laughs> it's on my hard drive. I can't. No, but yeah, I'll watch I'll watch most of those from the comfort of my home. But if there's one I need to go see, it's killers. Yeah, that's fair. But also, I know myself in like a three and a half hour movie in here. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just, I feel like I'm not going to be able to lock in. As yeah. Much as I need to lock in. Also, we that. need to see like the widescreen. Yeah. Cine, like, that's, like really, that's a big part of it. Yeah. yeah. We should try to see it next week. Yeah. We should try to catch it. And then we'll discuss on the pod. Yes. Because we have, I have a lot of thoughts <laughs> that have already been published. <laughs> Into the public eye. Into the public eye. Yeah. In some periodicals. <laughs> In some way. Too much controversy. So the movie. Um, this week. Classic. Um, it's a cunty classic. Yes. We're finally back on. Into our roots. Into we've our kind roots. of been doing anything. Yeah, we've been kind of like just hopping all over <laughs> the map. I missed our cunty classics Me though. Because this is this is yeah. my this is my time to shine. Well, you yeah, know what I mean? Sure, always. And Naja, you were actually the one who suggested an old Hollywood musical. Yeah. Because what... What was the video that you watched that made you interested in? Well, I mean, I, I was thinking about it in general after seeing An American in Paris because I was like, wow, this is fantastic. But I was watching this. I, this was like I was doing. What assignment was I doing? For understanding TV? No, no, no. This was something I was. Wa- There's this YouTuber I watched who just like she's someone I watch when I just like need to like entertain myself Listen to something, yeah. and like she doesn't annoy me she's kind of like a video essayist mm-hmm. in a way her name is kayla says and she does like kind of pop culture ish whatever but she was talking about mean girls and talking about like, the difference between modern like movie musicals uh-huh. and the older movie musicals. as we discussed on our podcast a bit yes yeah. and, and she didn't she didn't even talk about it that much but mm-hmm. all i was thinking about which is like i feel like i need to see another one right you, you know need to I mean? you need to expand your your you know your knowledge of exactly. of this genre. I mean, it's a very important genre. This is like what defined the 1950s. Yeah, the yeah. film, which makes sense, as it should. Yeah, and They're like awesome. some of the best and extravagant and fantastic and fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Exactly. Yeah, um, this movie is like. Perfect in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Five out of five stars. Yeah, valid. I haven't I haven't logged it, but it'll be it'll be something like that. Something like that. Good. Yeah. Um, number one because the movie is gentlemen prefer blondes. Right. Just so that's said. FYI. FYI. You know that. But that that's the movie. <laughs> you um, clicked the episode. <laughs> I um this movie was my comfort movie, like I watched it for the first time, I want to say in 2020, and then I watched it, like, every month after that for that whole year, just right. because, Naturally. like, it's just... 2020 was really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very joyful, you it know? Joyful. It, it's very, yeah. like, escapist, silly, nothing real is happening, 
And but it's not silly it's in the really way that you get nice bored. To look at. It's nice to look at. Yeah. All the songs are bangers. You're All never bored. You know, it's just a a magical musical <laughs> adventure. Yeah, I went on a different route in 2020. As I mentioned, <laughs> watching Portrait Lady on Fire. That was in like April, so it was like the beginning. Or March. It was in the beginning. And then instead of watching Joyful Things, I just watched really bad movies from like the discography. The dis- what? Filmography. It's not discography. Hello. Of actors I like at the time. Mm-hmm. So that's why I know weird Christian Stewart movies. And speaking because of The Flower Moon, that's also... I've seen a movie with Lily Gladstone before because right. of my... Was it is it perfect women? It's something like that. Oh, um, something women. Uh, why can't I remember? Certain women. Certain women. Certain women. Yeah, but anyway, that's I didn't watch anything joyful. I would just stay up till literally six a.m. I went to sleep when the sun was rising, just watching. I wish I had Letterbox at that time so I could go back and look at all the crap that I watched. But um, I'm happy that this is what you decided to watch and not what what whatever I was doing. Yeah, cause that, because that this would have helped. That would have helped my mental state much more. That's Gentleman just blonde. you know depressing. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, <laughs> I did a little digging on Wikipedia. Number one, do it again. Written by George Gershwin in 1922. So I was wow. right. Okay. Yeah. Um, number two, a little history of gentlemen prefer blondes. Jennifer, gentlemen prefer blondes was um uh original uh, originally a theater musical mm-hmm. um with music by Julie Stein Jules Stein Jules Stein who did the musical who did the music for my favorite musical ever Gypsy wow. so fantastic and it's based on a 1925 novel of the same name um and it opened on Broadway in 1949 with Carol Channing Mother um, and so they, I mean, the movie cuts out a lot of songs, actually, from the musical theater version. Oh. Because the movie essentially has five songs. Yeah. All of which are bangers. Yeah. It wasn't as singing as, like, in American in Paris, I feel. Yeah. It was definitely, like I mean, it was also, like, 90 minutes. Yeah. So shorter, it yeah, was, like, sure. you know, which is, I appreciated. Yeah, I think me too. For a comedy musical... It did what it had to do. Mm-hmm. It came in. It came out. Yeah. Not too long. Not too Tight. short. Story. Storyline. Boom. There boom. It efficient. Like I think. Like that's that's a tight. That's yeah. a tight film. Directed by Howard Hawks. So King. Mm. Um, what else has he done that I would know? Howard Hawks has done. Um, ooh, this movie I love with Gene Arthur called Only Angels Have Wings. Mm. Um, I believe, unless I'm lying. Um, he did. The Big Sleep with Lauren McCall and Humphrey Bogart. He did His Girl Friday, very famously. Am I lying about Only Angels Have Wings? Um, he did like he did. He's like very just like a very prolific. Um, no, I'm right. He's he's just a very prolific director from that mm. time. He did like comedies, dramas, westerns, you know everything. He famously did also The Outlaw, which is, I think, I don't know if it's Jane Russell's breakout movie, but she's very, like, bombshell, Mm. like, scandalous Mm. in that, in 1943. She is so fine. She's so fine. I mean, we were watching the movie and Sarah, with Sarah and Irvie, and Sarah was like, Sarah like swooned. I don't know. Like Sarah just yeah, kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. fell into her arms. She's like, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> valid, valid. Yeah, valid. Understandable. Um, but yeah, I mean, okay. So the musical theater version has a song that actually Henry Henry Spofford, the character sings. Oh please! Multiple actually, three. Like, I don't know how different it is. I haven't, like, read this whole mm. Wikipedia thing, but. Did they add a new song? When Love Goes Wrong? Yeah, When Love Goes Wrong is not in the theater version. Oh. Um, but the three, the five songs in the movie, we should discuss them. 
Oh, yeah. Because they're all fabulous in their own ways. Mm-hmm. Just Two Little Girls from Little Rock. Opening. Opening number. Perfect. Glamorous. Glamorous. We just jump in. They're bum, walking bum, down the stairs. Just and the red dresses, oh, so sparkling, good. The, glimmering. The dresses and like the ga- the, the costume. These movies make me want to be like feminine. Mm. I'm like, mm, I want like, to put on a nice, exactly. I want to like a nice body tea dress. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I I'm not tall down enough. The I mean, stairs for dinner. Unfortunately, the look they had back then is just unattainable. In Why is it times. unattainable? No, for me, I'm just I don't have the height for it. Like. I think I think it's attainable. Listen, Marilyn Marilyn Monroe. What's more unattainable is being right? able to afford a dress like that. Well, well, yes, but that's not what we're discussing. Okay, <laughs> Marilyn Monroe is like our height. Like I don't know five, why five. they look taller to me. It's because of the costuming. Yes, and because of you know the way they're filmed as well. Like that's true. It's and the sets. You know, everything is manufactured. Yeah. There's so many short guys in Hollywood that they make to look tall. Like, <laughs> everyone just looks bigger on screen. Yeah, that's true. That's also true. That's a good point. Um, I mean that movie body that song body T just little girls. Um, that, that song, song body T. <laughs> <laughs> that song body T. <laughs> she has body T. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how to use that, but. That song was actually referenced in another musical I want to show you. The Little Rock? Yeah, that song, yeah. And yeah. the costumes in a movie called um, The Two Girls from Rochefort. Rockfort? I always fuck up the pronunciation. But we've referenced that before in this podcast, actually. It's a musical with Catherine Deneuve and her mm. sister. Oh. Um, and Jean Kelly. Oh. It? But it's a French musical. And they perform and they, like sing a similar song with similar outfits mm. which is like clearly a reference yeah. to this movie but i mean it's it's just so iconic there's been so many references to this movie diamonds are our girl's best friend the you know the real the real hitter the um choreography for that song actually was done by gwen verdon who i'm not sure are you familiar with with gwen verdon no she worked with bob fossey a lot to do like choreo for that so you know it's like a lot of like the sharp head movements like falling all that i feel like kind of call to that Mm -hmm. sort of fossey style like when they all kill them all the frenchmen kill themselves at the beginning (laughs) right (laughs) um right that movie that song has been referenced you know multiple times Mm -hmm. most recently in Blonde, which, you know, oh, we don't even want to discuss. I forgot about we that. We don't even need to get into. I forgot about that. Um, but famously, Madonna recreated oh, yeah. that in her music video for Material, Material Girl. Girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, iconically. Yeah. Okay. Seeing, Mar- seeing Marilyn Monroe. I, this is my first movie I've seen with her. That's other, what I was going to yeah. ask you about. Yeah. Didn't we watch one movie that she was in, like, super All About Eve. Yes, yes. Yeah. All About Eve. Um, That was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew there was one. But, I mean, she was good. Like, I mean, her character, I wanted to punch her in the face a little bit sometimes. But, like, she was eating, you know what I mean? But also, I mean, we, we don't have to get into, like, the whole Marilyn Monroe tea. But, like, something about seeing her face, I was just like, there's just so much there. Like, so much history (laughs) so much like there is so much history just so much there but it's really easy like watching this to understand why she was such a star oh what i was watching and i was like yeah well of course she was the it girl exactly of course she was the it girl like please of course everybody was was swooning or whatever like and just obsessed with her in any manner like yeah i mean and and she's I mean, she sings in this movie. Like yeah. she's dubbed some, for some parts, yeah. for sure, mm-hmm. by Marnie Nixon for the high notes, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. But um, she sings. She da- she performs. She's a she performs. I mean, she's a great performer. Like yeah. famously, she was like you know tough behind the scenes sometimes. Yeah. But um, I think in this movie, this movie really captures her um, comedic like mm-hmm. talent i yeah, think that's, that's something that's really underrated about not i wouldn't say among like 
people who love classic Hollywood, but yeah. I think just in the iconography of Marilyn Monroe, when yeah. we always think of Marilyn Monroe, I think she's very much objectified and looked for for her aesthetic. Well, it's funny you say that because I was talking to Neff about this movie because I think she'd like it mm-hmm. and she had seen it before and she was saying how the first movie she watched with Marilyn Monroe was like another comedy she was in. Some like it hot? No, no, no. Oh. It was something like, hold on, I can find it quickly. But she was saying that she didn't expect her to be like in a comedy. Um, so when she watched it, she was like, oh, like, uh, hold on. No, I mean, she's she's very funny. I, I think the seven year itch. Oh, the seven year itch. Oh, that's I have feelings about that movie. That's a bit. That's like the one Billy Wilder movie I don't like. Um, that famously is the film where um, a great blows up her dress and she oh. has she, it's like that picture where she's oh. like holding her skirt down yeah 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 that movie's a little weird but i think no in general i think her a lot of her like legacy now yeah is um her like talent actual yeah. like performance yeah. talent is mm-hmm. is looked over for her obviously like I mean, obviously she's stunning. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, we don't even need to say no it. one. Yeah, there's no disagree. There's no disagreeing there. Um, yeah. but she's. I mean, she's truly. She knows what she's doing here. Yeah. And she's not just like. I think a lot of people make the mistake of seeing her perform like these kind of ditzy roles or like yeah. breathy like her and like thinking <laughs> like. I call me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> laryngitis Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that was funny (laughs) i think a lot of people make the mistake of like seeing her perform these roles and just taking that at face value for like Mm -hmm. who she was as a person yeah and there's i mean there's a lot of you know historical fact to back up the fact that you know she was actually like she was trying to train to be an actress she went to the actor's studio um Mm -hmm. before the misfits she um you know, she was actually trying to work on her craft you know, and exactly. be a, a good comedic actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was funny. I like. I was. I was. Yeah, I liked her a lot in this. Yeah, like, exactly. I, mean, I think no. she pulled off the role. She knew what she like. You said she knew what she was doing. It's obviously like a. I mean, you know, the girl's obsessed with money. She's very clearly like. Yeah. She only and the character is silly. Yeah, I mean, the, the character. character that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the character is not written to be. You know what I mean? Like she played the character. I feel like as the character, like should have been presented. Yeah, That's how I see it, like, no, exactly. I, I mean, but you know, Marilyn Monroe is is one thing. I think both of our favorites, though, favorite was Jane Russell. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Jane Russell. Oh, Jane. Oh, Jane. I love how their <laughs> costumes complement each other, and like yes. their dresses. Like they always wear kind of the same style, but um, of like color schemes and like casual slash Mm -hmm. like it's never casual but it's like you know sort of that sort of casual versus like dressy they always kind of match in that sense but then jane russell and they're both they're both known for like being very like the bombshells of hollywood yeah but um they both have such distinct i think styles Mm -hmm. even within that that, yeah yeah realm Mm -hmm. of bombshell they're not um I think the costumes did a really good job of characterizing that, and then Jane Russell just I she's mean, just goes so and runs captivating. With it. She's, she's so just captivating. so captivating. Like she's on that screen, and my eyes are glued. Like it's yeah. not even just like oh, she's really pretty. Like obviously, but there's something just about her like demeanor that's just like oh, you're good. Like, I mean, and she's like I good. mean, she's meant to be the witty kind mm-hmm. of smart one, logical, yeah. Um. And she does it so well. She does. I mean, and when she does the Marilyn Monroe like impression, are you kidding? At the courthouse. I mean, it's just that was insane. You can tell how much fun she's having. Oh, like, a blast! I don't know too much lore about like this actual movie, like yeah. what you know actually went on, but yeah. I mean, even it, just like she was in that like so much I don't fun. know the dress had like the little ruffles or whatever, and when yeah. she was like hopping and like shaking around, and, like the the little yeah. the courtine and the little ruffles were like. Like, you could tell she was just having a grand... I mean, I would hope. she. It looked like she was just having a grand old time. Yeah. Yeah. Something about their dynamic 
parallel Thumb on Louise to me. I'm sorry. Like, and you're right. And let's get into that. Let's <laughs> dig in. Let's <laughs> let's unpack that. And to um, I would like to present the jury with or the courts with um evidence. So I'm holding up a picture of a drawing of Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Can you see it? Yes. This drawing was made by Jane Russell, which, mm. girl, like, listen, not to queer code everything in sight, but why are you drawing Marilyn Monroe <laughs> like that? Not to queer code everything in sight. <laughs> but why, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? What, what was the reason? I mean, it's like, it's a great photo. Why does she eat? Why, like, why is she so talented? <laughs> And I know exactly, like, this dress. It's the orange one with the, the, scarf. With the scarf. Yeah. Well. But they are Thumb and Louise. I think one aspect of that is the road trip. Yes. Slash boat trip. Yes. They're going somewhere together. Yes. Whether they like it or not. Mm-hmm. They have um, to. And they're besties. Yeah. You know, and, and, they'll, and they'll never stop being besties. Yeah. That's never something that's threatened. No, They're exactly. never competing against each yes, other, exactly. which feels very wholesome mm-hmm. and nice for a change i think yeah. a lot of these old hollywood movies pit women against each other mm-hmm. like all about eve which you know i'm not opposed to and um these three the <laughs> to throw it back i hate that movie <laughs> <laughs> not these three that movie made me mad <laughs> yeah no these three Certainly, certainly. No, no. Anyway, thank all the children's hour exists. But um, I think it's really refreshing to see just two girls getting along. Yeah, and and even 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 with um, I'm forgetting their names in the. This always happens. So I forget their names in the movie. Oh, Lorelai and, and I don't remember Jane Russell's. Lorelai and Dorothy. Yeah. Okay. Dorothy, Dorothy Shaw, Jane Russell, like even she's she's kind of you know talking to this man or whatever Monroe. What is his name? Malone, 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 Malone. Monroe. Hello, <laughs> Malone. Um, and like you know she serious. likes him or whatever. And then the minute she finds out, well, I mean, and this is true and also not true, but like in terms of when she just finds out that he's mm-hmm. been like stalking Lorelai pretty much to get information about her, she immediately is girl's girl like true she's like okay let's find a way to like there's trap no, this man there's no like hesitation no doubt yeah you're it's like just, oh let me let me no like she means like oh that's my girl you don't do that to my my bestie i'm like, getting you yeah yeah it's and over it's over it's the girls against you mm-hmm. you tried mm-hmm. to photograph my girl getting you know hugged by a snake by a snake <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. By a boa constrictor or whatever, a python, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think the 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 plot of this movie is so... It's unserious. It's so unserious and it's very reminiscent of like 1920s yes. sort of like shenanigans. For anything sure. goes type. Like None of this would, would happen now. Anything is happening. Yeah, none of yeah. this would happen now. Yeah. This time period to me... Even as much as I've learned about it and still like we're talking about it in my understanding. The nineteen fifties now. Yeah, but more from a television perspective, mm-hmm. obviously. It just doesn't seem real. Like I'm sorry, but like I can't believe that like, the, like America was like that. <laughs> that America was like that. I mean, obviously this movie's dramatic, but like yeah. just generally that like that like I'm like how you know what I mean? Like and obviously like you can say that about a lot of time periods, even thirty years ago, not, you know, mm-hmm. almost like eight if seventy, eighty. But like still like I just can't believe this was real. Even even what about this it, movie itself? I'm like, we just don't make things like this anymore. And I don't know it's if we true. could. It's like true. obviously we could do And you know adapt not adaptive. You know what's interesting though? What? I think some people are trying to do that, but failing miserably. And I think <laughs> um, you know, to bring it back to my scandalous article, um it make this movie, I think gave enacted you know enacted the got out the reaction from the um whatever that word is that i think greta gerwig wanted to get out of a lot of people from barbie Mm. which is like this oh girl's girl like you know and i'm sure it worked for a lot of people yeah and i think this this style of film like the gentleman prefer blondes Mm -hmm. kind of 90 minute funny like it's not 
the difference between Barbie and this is that, like, you know, it does make me, I'm like, oh, my God, like, it's so girly. Like, I want to dress up. Like, this seems so fun. And I think that's what Barbie was trying to do in a sense. But Mm -hmm. I think we've made everything just so, like, PC nowadays. Like, we're just trying Mm. to be so, like, politically correct with everything that Hollywood makes that you lose some of the fun in just, like, doing something silly Mm -hmm. for, like, shits and gigs. Like, Gentlemen for Blondes, it's a feminist movie. Yeah. You know, they do get married, but at the end of the day, what they do in the film, they're standing up for themselves. They're choosing their you know, life, you know, paths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe is looking for a guy with money mm-hmm. so that she can have autonomy to have, you know, control over her, her own life. Yeah. And that's, you yeah. know, and I don't, I don't think that's like, I think that could be easily read as something different. Yeah. But I think the way, the simplicity of just two girls having fun getting you know getting the shit out of men when they need to Mm -hmm. is just so simple and fun and feminist in that and of of itself that it doesn't need like some speech at the end to be like and women (laughs) we just work so hard (laughs) but we just get pushed down and we have to be masculine and feminine (laughs) and do this and do that like you know they don't do that and it's still i still walk away being like they girl boss the shit out of that. Yes, I agree. Yeah, they did. And, you know, they got married, but whatever. Like, yeah. who cares? Like, that's what they wanted they to do. They got married to the people they wanted yeah. for the reasons they wanted. And that's what matters. That's that. But yeah, I, I think the 1950s kind of has a... 1950s films have a simplicity to them. Yeah. That is yeah. really precious. I mean, at the end of the day, you... There was so much censorship and so much propaganda going pumping into these like yeah, films, yeah. but um, I think especially *Gentlemen Prefer Blondes*, which is like an adaptation of something that came from the twenties, which mm-hmm. is you know the opposite of the nineteen fifties. Yeah, if, like, say that makes sense. Yeah, if, if it was something in the twenties. Yeah, but made with the nineteen fifties money and yeah, style. Yes, it's, yes, it's really it's perfect. Like, nice to see. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, th- this does make sense. It was written in the 20s because, yeah, the 50s was um <laughs> was interesting for sure. But it's funny you bring like the, like the feminist point too because, yeah, like generally like the idea like, oh, yeah, I'm going to like go after this man for his money so I can like even, even just her perspective in which she was kind of based and, you know, mm-hmm. in a sense, um, Lorelai. A man being rich is just like a girl being pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, but not just that, but also when she was like, oh, well, how will I have time for love if I'm worried about money? Like, I need, like... <laughs> like, she if, ate. If the money is all set, then then I got time to have fun. Then I got time to love you, but... I mean, <laughs> she, just, she just destroyed, like, yeah. <laughs> so many, like... Marxist theory. Marxist theory, like, literally. <laughs> like, Marxist, she's, like, kind of, like... She's... She's just harnessing the capitalist yeah. system yeah. to get ahead in a world that doesn't want her to yeah. have autonomy. And that's feminist. Yes, it's true. I mean, she ate that. She did eat that. <laughs> she did. And, you know, I guess the... Wait, the a woman adapted this? Um, who adapted this? Who, 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 who adapted it for the screen? Who adapted it for the screen? Yeah. Um, Charles Lederer. Oh, man. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. He looks... Oh... He was Marion Davies, um, what do you call it when it's the niece but a boy? Nephew? <laughs> she was Marion Davies. He was Marion Davies' nephew. Um, Girl, please. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. He, oh, he wrote um, His Girl Friday, also very feminist screwball mm. comedy from 1940. Okay, so he's um, king. Ocean's Eleven, 1960. Eight. Per. Yeah. But I mean, either way, I think it's, I, th- I think, I mean, this is like a perfect movie. Yeah. It gets in fast with a bang. Mm-hmm. 
And the first, I mean, it does everything that a good musical should do. Um, if we're talking about like stage musicals, much, you know, fearing for Wicked because they're not going to be able to do that. <laughs> um, like that's going to be like for <laughs> wicked. really fearing for Wicked. But they jump in. They start off the musical with like three songs basically right off the bat one after another which is what a good musical should do yeah it should get you into the music it should get you into the world with the with the vibes of the of the you know costuming sets Mm -hmm. um characters music all that you get swept up in little rock bye bye baby Bye-bye, pretty baby. I love Bye-bye, bye baby. I think it's my fave. Yeah, that's like, that's really like the the secret, the secret banger. It's so um, good. Is there anyone here for love? Which we haven't also even discussed. That's is there anyone here for love? It. We should talk about its gay legacy. Um, <laughs> this song was featured in the famous documentary, The, Cell- the Celluloid Closet, mm. which is about gay representation in film. Because basically Jane Russell is singing like singing among a team of pretty much Olympic nude teamers. Olympic athletes, yeah. all male. Um, and she's like, bitches, can I can I hook up with someone can, here? Does like somebody want me. Does somebody want me? Can and they're anyone. all like like wrestling with each other, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. They don't like laugh, long story short. It's giving very much laugh. like queer coded. Yeah. Um and then you get into like some some story, some fun shenanigans with the little kid. Like it's just Oh my god, that was so funny. Laryngitis. <laughs> when he gave Piggy or whatever, Beekman, his hand and he was like, Oh, such a tiny, soft little hair. <laughs> I was like, Oh Lord. Well yes. Like, oh my god. And speaking of Beekman. Charles Coburn, who plays Sir Francis Beekman, aka Piggy. What else has he been in? So he many was things, in, I assume. I don't think you've seen anything else with him in it, but just give me you something. almost did because he's been in two Gene Arthur movies that I love. Oh wow! Um, the more the merrier, being one where he plays this guy who what's his name? He, Charles Coburn. Um, he plays this guy who is basically answers to an ad in this woman's like thing she's like renting out a room um in her apartment and he answers the ad 1877 yeah (laughs) no exactly like this bitch that is was born in the 19th century but he's king he's like comedy genius his wife um lady beekman played by norma norma varden also famously was in a lot of movies, Casablanca, Strangers on a Train, Witness for the, for the Prosecution. But most famously, I would say, for playing Frau Schmidt in The Sound of Music. Oh. Frau Schmidt. Frau Schmidt. But yeah, I mean, everyone really ate, da- ate down. Is there anything else you wanted to comment on? I mean, Thumb on the Weiss, they're traveling. Yeah, Thelma and Louise also just because of, like, like I forget which one was which in Thelma and Louise. Who played? Susan Sarandon played... Louise. Right, okay, so, like... Louise is Dorothy. Yes. Yeah. That kind of, like, oh. Not, like, oh, I have to, like, watch over her kind of thing, but kind of, like... Well, in a way, Dorothy yeah. Has to, like, not babysit, but, like, really... Protect. Keep, yeah, protect and keep her just eyes on... Just in case. Lorelai because she knows she's not serious, which is similar to Louise with Thelma. Where like yeah. Thelma's hanging around with people she shouldn't be hanging around with. And Louise has to kind of be the one to clean shit up. Like, you know, it really did remind me of that dynamic. It really did. So. Exactly. I mean, yeah. and could we queer code <laughs> <laughs> Lorelai and Dorothy? Perhaps. I won't do it here. I think, you know... That lends itself to more of an essay <laughs> where I can really, you know, flesh out my arguments. <laughs> um, but I think I it, you. it could definitely be done. It could be done. It could be done. It could be. I Two agree. women I searching for their done. fortune together. The men in, th- in this movie, I mean, like, whatever. They're fine. They're fine. 
They're they're utilized as you know as pawns. They don't have too much screen time. Yeah, which I appreciate. They're they're just used carefully just to bring certain parts of the plot to light, yeah. if you will, but not as like the main force. But so know? if you're you're ranking the the numbers, you would say bye bye baby number one. Yeah, I love bye bye baby. Then anyone here for love? Oh, I need to see them again. Um I mean to me, I think What's my ranking, ranking is Bye bye baby. Yeah. Little Rock. Diamonds. Mm-hmm. Anyone here for love? When love goes wrong. But I mean, they're all like it's basically I also the same really level. Liked when love goes wrong. I also I don't I love I when really, love goes like, wrong. Like I really don't know what my ranking would be. I just know bye bye baby is number one. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye pretty baby. I think. Better remember you're my baby. I like the I like um um what's the name for the diamonds one? Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. I mean I mean they're all fantastic. But like I the think I think the the set and stuff in that was is I like more than the song itself. Yeah 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 I agree. Like I think I wouldn't listen to that song on its own as much as I would listen to like Bye Bye Baby. You know the However, other ones where like I don't need to yeah. watch it to like to be obsessed. However, if I owned a gay bar that only showed old movies on TVs, but you couldn't really hear it, and I had to play a, a song from this movie, I would play Diamonds Are Goes Best Friend, and then Anyone Here For Love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's a different question. <laughs> we should own a gay bar one day. We should. That'd be crazy. And we'll put like, old like movie posters everywhere. Oh my god, That's dude. my dream. That's all I need. But and we I can don't want go. to like, work there. And we just run it. We come in every couple hours like, how's it going? How's it going? We sit down. I'm like, we're playing Gene Arthur on the TVs today, (laughs) right? Gene Arthur scheduled. Good, good. Good, good. Got the Gene Arthur cocktail. Yep. Okay. The Gene Arthur cocktail. Oh my God. The whole menu is named after movies and and (gasps) actors. Oh my God. We're cooking real crazy right now. It's called In Your Pocket, the restaurant. Oh. (laughs) In Your Pocket Pub. Please in, in your, your pocket, pocket pub. pub. That's insane. No, but we should start. Cooking and we'll, that idea we'll have really, really good um, sweet potato fries. <gasps> oh my god! We'll get the recipe Cornwalls. from Cornwalls. Oh, yeah, Lena. Yeah. One day, I need we'll to return. trip to Cornwall so bad. We'll return. That sounds like it would heal me. True. It would solve all my problems. Wow. I would have a summer internship. I would like <laughs> <laughs> it would it would really just like <laughs> blow all my worries away. Wow. Okay, Nasha, I think this is the most important and the last question about what? this movie. Um, tag yourself. Oh, like between all the characters? Between all the characters, but we could also just do Lorelai. And Dorothy. Like okay, okay, okay. If you if you and Sarah were Lorelai and Dorothy, which one of you would be which? (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're gonna say. (laughs) Like, I don't like this is just a hard comparison, but I mean Sarah would have to be Lorelai. Yes. Like, of course. They're very similar. They I are think. similar. Yeah. Sarah's not like a money hungry, insane person, but um, they're similar in other ways. A man being rich is like a girl being pretty. pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, that just wouldn't be me. You but know? my goodness, doesn't it help? Um, <laughs> yeah. I think I would yeah. be Lorelai in my relationship. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> just based on the outfit. Look to the left, look to the right. Just Yeah, that's true. Well, and yeah, and also Yeah. I think so. Um, not to elaborate any further. Not to elaborate anything further. Yeah. So I would be Dorothy. Yeah. Yeah. 
we're obvious. You know, we're we're kind of both Dorothy and Lorelai at once. I think that's what this movie is really trying to um, encapsulate. If you think about it, this movie is kind of like Persona. I haven't seen Persona. You haven't seen Persona? No. Oh my god. We have to watch Persona, Naja. Yeah, we do. Yeah, do you know do. what Persona's about? No. <gasps> have I never referenced it? You have, many times. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I referenced it all That's the time. That's not the issue. Persona is... Um, we will watch it. It's also pretty quick. It's like 89 minutes. Maybe that'll be our next country classic. Yes, it should be. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's recommendations. Oh. Um. What do you have to recommend the people, Nausea? What should they go watch? Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's just, like the one thing I've been watching recently. Sabrina Breyer is on the next season, right? Not this season? I think so. Okay. I mean, I also, I love Abbott. Like, it's so good. It's fabulous. It's so silly. It's so fun. Um, I recommend the song Bole Trudian. Okay. Kavi Kushi Kavigan. I really butchered that pronunciation, I bet. But it it goes, I heard it on the streets of New York when I was there this weekend. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, I know this song. I know this. It's it's from Kavi Kushi Kavigan. And it goes, Bole Trudian. I'm let the people let the people listen. I think I don't know if yeah. you're the best, um, <laughs> the best representation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. Wrap it up. As, if, as, <laughs> as Lydia Chai would say, <laughs> I have to watch Target. Ugh. Uh, we have to watch the fucking Oscar movies. I can't uh, believe Target didn't win an Oscar. Not a single one, right? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Woo! Let's not bring that up again. <laughs> I'll start crying. Yeah. <laughs> I'll literally start crying. I'm fine. Sad state of affairs. <laughs> okay. Well, empty your pockets, well, guys. Go watch this movie if you are depressed. After. And then watch Tar. Don't watch yeah. Portrait of Lady on Fire. Oh. Do not recommend. What? Don't say that. <laughs> it's sad, but it's incredible. It's incredible. Anyway. But it's sad. Okay. I'm your pockets. Bye. Bye.